Welcome to the Bull Coast Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Jose, true American boy enthusiast. Today, guys, you're in for a treat. I'm actually going to be going over how to develop your breeder's eye. You could probably guess that this article is not going to tell you everything you need to know about how you should be looking at your American boy. Now, I don't know if I'm breaking this up so you guys don't get bored or if I'm breaking it up because to make sure you guys come back in a couple days. I think either way is fine. So as far as helping you develop what I call the breeder's eye, I'm going to break this thing down into three different phases. Phase one is the observer phase. Phase two, the completely blind and clueless. And phase three, those who have the eyes can see with clarity. This article is written, or speaking now, (laughs) to teach you to have a higher understanding when you're looking at a dog. If you're not a breeder, keep listening. It may just change the way you're looking at animals. Also, remember, the understanding I'm going to show you only applies when you're looking at a dog to breed or comparing the dog to a standard. Don't let your understanding stop you from appreciating a slightly flawed dog because even a flawed dog can still be a beautiful, loving animal. Phase one, the observer phase. Now, this phase is exactly what it sounds like. It's a phase for the beginners. And don't think when you first got into this game that you passed up this stage because no one does. In the beginning, almost every dog is beautiful, and in a way, that's still true. But in their head, the comparison just isn't going on. When they see a dog, quite often they think they like the dog or they don't, most often because of color. There really isn't anything wrong with the stage other than people are producing litters while they have little to no understanding what the breed standard is. How can you produce any dogs within a breed that and not have a clear understanding of the standard? I can't answer it, but it happens. If you're here, don't worry, I'm not knocking you. Just know that if you're thinking you should breed anytime soon, don't. Give it a couple years before you produce a litter and I promise you'll thank me for it. Phase two, the completely blind and clueless. I know that some of you listening to this article right now very well may be in this category, but you probably won't admit it. This is reserved, I believe, for 75 to 80% of the community itself. Why, you ask? Because if 75 or 80% of the community weren't in this phase, there wouldn't be dogs being bred all from hype. And you heard me right. If we were more educated community, some of these so-called top studs would not be top studs at all. Often when I see top studs, I see glaring things wrong with the dog. Things that I would not look past to breed to them. For me, all I see is inferior dog genetics being spread over and over into the community, making the American bully a lot weaker as a whole. The people in this group often are willing to take an excess feature with features that are lacking. Things like a big head and neck and shoulders with a high rear. Or even reverse, breeding an absolutely tested, structurally true dog that lacks all the breed type. And they look like regular American pit bull terriers. This means the dog is more but closer, more, excuse me, this means the dog more closely resembles the American Pitbull Terrier or Staffy, not the American Bully. There are those in the community as well, and trust me, it's just as bad as breeding to a dog that has a big head and not structurally as good. I wanted to add some commentary on phase two because I don't want people to have the wrong impression. I do not look at every single dog I see and find every weakness every single time. I am not kennel blind. I know what I have, and I know what everybody else has. I don't think I have the best dogs in the world, nor do I think anybody has the best dogs in the world. When I see top studs, just because they're a top stud does not mean I have to agree with them. 
or agree with what other people think of them. For me, I apply those studs or the way the dog looks to a standard. For me, if they don't fit that standard, for me, it's not the proper dog to breed to. And I guess the only variation would be the interpretation of the standard. Phase three, those with breeder's eyes. To be a breeder with a progressive program that's constantly producing better and better dogs, it is imperative you have an in-depth understanding of the standard. If you're in this stage, you'll often catch yourself sizing up animals all shapes and sizes, not just dogs. Like the other day, I caught myself sizing up a draft, thinking the neck and legs match, but the body was way too short for how tall he was. I encourage anyone listening to this to be able to see things as clearly as those, clear, excuse me, as clearly as those that are in this phase. They are not influenced by hype nor cheap marketing tricks. The only way to reach this stage is to see a dog or judge a dog for what the dog is. Breaking down a dog from tip of the nose to the tip of the tail and comparing them to the standard in your head. 20% of the community have this deeply of an understanding. Once we increase that number, we will increase the consistency in the breed. My conclusion. When you're looking at an American Bully, look closely. If the dog has a high rear, see if you can figure out why. Some of the symptoms of a high rear include weak pasterns, a bad shoulder set, short upper or forearm, straight stifles, or straight hawks. Or maybe the dog suffers from a bunch of issues. And I suggest you guys familiarize yourself with the pictures above. On a side note, the pictures are above were dogs who suffered from one or more of these abnormalities. Also, like I mentioned before, just because you know better shouldn't stop you from appreciating a nice dog. There's a lot of dogs I really like out there that do not exemplify some features within the standard, but still doesn't mean I, I don't love the dog. That just means I would never breed the dog or breed to the dog. And I hope you guys can discern between these two differences. I originally wrote this article, guys, to show people kind of how I look at dogs. Now, like I said, whether or not the dog is too standard or not the standard really doesn't pop in my head when I first see a dog. I first, when I first see a dog, I like to look at the entire dog. I like to see how the face looks, how the dog is put together. Not part by part, but just as a whole. And there had been dogs that I didn't like when he broke them down part by part. But just looking at the dog made me happy. So I guess I, you can say I like the dog, right? There's a couple dogs out there that, that I'd never breed to, but I love being around. Like, I love the dog. It's a nice dog. As in, nice to look at. Not necessarily nice to breed to. Now I want you guys to discern between the two. Kennel blindness is when you guys only see the negative in other people's animals only and see nothing but positives in yours. That's kennel blindness. I advise you guys not to be this way. Always take a dog for what he is, what he has, what he can offer, but then don't, re don't forget to at least pre appreciate the dog because if you're seeing the dog up close or even at the show, Somebody loves the dog enough to bring him out there, right? Just try to look at it, things from their point of, or point of view. 
I think that's probably the best advice I can give you guys. Try to be objective. I'm not subjective. All right. You guys have a good day.